together today as we get into the Word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pray out loud with me. Say it with me. Say, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I open my heart and I open my ears and I expect you to speak to me right where I am. My heart is open. My ears are open. And I'm expecting you to touch me right where I am with your word. Now, Father, we just thank you for your word today. We thank you, Lord, that it's real, that it's alive to us, that you speak to us. And, Lord, the simplicity of how important our faith is, just like that gentleman found that wrench. Believe in you every day. Trusting you every day. Lord, we just thank you that this speaks to us today. As we step into the rest of 2024, we just thank you, Lord, that it is your word and our faith that always overcomes in Jesus' name. And everybody shouted, amen. amen. Give your neighbor a high five and you can be seated. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Got to make more room. Hallelujah. I actually went out and I, I, I scraped our driveway and then I came in. I had to sit down for a long time after that. <laughs> oh, but it's all good. Amen. Hey, if you have your Bibles today and you have your note page, I encourage you to take notes because we really, we have a lot of ground to cover today and I want to get all this in and I know I can do it. I may look down at my notes more than look at you, but that doesn't mean I don't think you're important, okay? I love you. And uh, I just really want to make sure you get this today because I think it's important. I think, in the, I think in our Pentecostal Word of Faith charismatic circles, we've stepped away from some things in the last few years. I think COVID's made us all a little crazy. Uh, being locked up has caused us to be more conspiracy-minded than we are faith-minded. And, and I'm just being honest, uh, I'm not the only pastor that feels that way. My Assembly of God friends, my Rhema friends, they all say the same things privately. And a lot of them walk on uh, <laughs> eggshells trying to preach the word because they're concerned about how people will respond. And today, I'm just going to say some things about this year I think you need to hear. And I think you need to focus on. We've given you a set of messages here about faithfulness. And, and there's an important part to all that. We need to be faithful to God, right? We need to honor God. We need to uh, appreciate His Word. Because it is His Word that sustains us, that leads us, that guides us. If you don't know His Word, you'll get flaky. Amen. You'll be flakier than a one-eyed road lizard trying to cross 385 in the middle of the night. after At rush hour, right? I mean, I mean, if you don't know the word, you don't know what his will is. Amen. And there's a lot of things going on out there that just aren't God. They are not the word. And we need to be careful about those things. Amen. But today, I, I told you it would be kind of a horse pill to swallow. I, after going back over my notes, I don't know how much of a horse pill this is. Uh, you know, like a jawbreaker about yay big, you got to get the horse to take it. Um, but I think what I got to say today will speak to you because it'll help you set your focus the right way. And for the rest of this year, you're going to need your faith. Because there's a whole lot of things coming down the pipe this year around the world. Uh, if you've been watching Joe Morris, I mean, there's a whole other side to things that's happening in the Middle East, in Turkey, uh, in the European Union, all the different things. There's a lot going on. And you're going to need faith to get you through. Because there's things that will happen. But you know, as Joe always says, and I always appreciate it when he says it, for the body of Christ, there's nothing but good days. Amen. Amen. For the church, there's nothing but good days. Amen. Amen. The scripture's clear about that. Anybody else that says otherwise, I'd check your Bible. Amen. Make sure you know the truth. Good things happen to you all the time. Isn't that right? So let's go over the key verses that we've been sharing with you in this series. And then I'm going to step into another part of this today uh, in part four of predicting your 2024. The Bible tells us here, He who is faithful in a very little thing is faithful also in much. And he who is dishonest and unjust in a very little thing is dishonest and unjust also in much. The voice translation reads, If you're faithful in small-scale matters, you'll be faithful in far bigger responsibilities. 
If you're crooked in small responsibilities, you'll be no different in bigger things. Amen. I always um, I look, but when I read these verses, I always think back when I got my first job. And, um, and I, I, Tim, I was thinking about you last night when I was praying and going over my notes, how you started out, wasn't it, working for the city? And you were shoveling asphalt. And, um, but Tim was faithful, and it was hard work. But your boss saw you, am I telling this the right way? And your faithfulness got you another step. And it's been like that all your life. Because that's how God's moved. And I think a lot of you in here can say the same thing. It all started with when you were willing to put your hand to that plow, uh, whatever that plow might be, you focused on being faithful, to be, in, to be honest. Everybody say honest. There's not a lot of honest people anymore in this world. <laughs> There's just not. A lot of people who... Uh, don't stick to the word of truth. There's a lot of people who look for something to tickle their ears. And we got to be careful about those things. See, it's faithfulness to the Lord. Uh, I remember being promoted in different ways when I first did my first job. It was because I worked hard and, you were, and I was faithful to do what I was told. And you know what my boss did when I was faithful to do what I was told? What happened to the, my responsibilities? They grew, they increased, right? And all of us, as we're faithful to the Lord, and you've proved yourself, because there is proving in life, isn't there? The scriptures teach us that. Even that scripture in Psalms where it says the steps of a, of a good man, a godly man, are ordered by the Lord, a godly woman, are ordered by the Lord. And even in the Hebrew, when you study it, and I've shared this many times, it's those steady, consistent, faithful steps that take you from point A to point Z through your life. All of those things work together. Amen. And it's important that we understand that we need to be faithful in the small-scale matters. Because if you are, God knows He can trust you with, to be faithful in the far bigger responsibilities that He has planned for your life. All of us have a mission, and we should be pursuing His plans, His purposes, His pursuits. Amen. And a lot of times we get our eyes off the prize at times and we pursue our own pursuits, our own plans. And there's nothing wrong with your plans, but we need to lace everything around the Word of God in our life. Because He's the one that's leading and guiding you, can take you to the places in your life where you can be, you can make a million dollars. You could get that $100,000 bonus. What are you believing for this year? You could get that promotion that takes you away from having to deal with all those people in your job. <laughs> you know, all those things, because we all deal with stuff, right? But if we're faithful, God honors you every step of the way. And this is just good pastoral common sense to teach, to teach the flock about, but we need to be faithful in our responsibilities. A lot of people, they, they want to start something, but they never finish and they leave it for somebody else to take up the reins that wasn't their calling to begin with when God called you. We can't be quitters in life. Quitters never win. That's right. Quitters never win. Well, I found the more in my life that I yield to Jesus, instead of me trying to become more, it's when I yield to Jesus that I become more like Him. And there's a far better result when I'm trying to become a better me if I'm yielding to the Lord first. Amen. And as the scripture says, we gave you this last time, in John chapter 3 and verse 30 in the Amplified Translation, it says, He must what? Increase. Increase. But I must what? decrease. And I love the way it translates this right here. He, he must grow more prominent. I must grow less so. God needs to be prominent in your life. Character gets you promoted. Faithfulness gets you promoted. And, and, and I want to get into this when we do the message before in Feb, that first Sunday in February, but the last message is going to be about honor. 
And it'll be a, a streamlined message about honor. We could go for weeks talking about honor. But uh, there's so much about these things that matter in our lives. And a lot of people, they keep marching around Jericho over and over and over and never get results that they want because they never apply themselves to the very simple things that God requires first and foremost. And that's faithfulness. Amen. Well, 1 Chronicles 16, verse 11, I put this verse in the series of messages because this is the verse I've been reading every day from different translations and looking it up in different commentaries um, during the fast. But seek the Lord in His strength. Yearn for and seek His face and to be in His presence continually. You know, everywhere I go, every part of my day, I'm in the Lord's presence continually. Amen. Amen. If my focus is off, my faithfulness, if you would, then my flesh is going to be more in charge and my own pride takes over. I've become snippy. Uh, maybe you've become snippy. You know what I mean by that. Uh, if we get our eyes off, off, off the Lord, we, we step out of love. We step out of walking in that, His peace. We need, we need to seek His face and, and realize that we can be in His presence continually. And then lastly this morning, just another verse or two as we get into the word here, but Proverbs chapter 28 and verse 20, just the first part of it says, a faithful man or woman shall what? Abound with blessings. Say that out loud, that verse. A faithful man shall abound with blessings. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm blessed because I'm faithful. Amen. You are blessed as you're faithful. Hallelujah. And that's vital and important in life. Glory to God. Well, um, you know, when you look at this year before us, it's going to be filled with a lot of life changes. We've been making some adjustments this year. I'm making adjustments with uh, our, 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 uh, the person that does our taxes in, in Indiana, Church Shield, is who we've been with for many, many years. And they're two of the... They do Osteens and uh, different other people's ministers' taxes. And um, uh, the founders were both IRS agents and just great people, but filled with the Holy Ghost. Isn't that cool? <laughs> Amen. And they wanted to do something to be a blessing to pastors and to churches. And we've been with them for many years, and we're, we're, we're changing some gears with them in some areas, and it's a good thing. Um, your life, as you grow older and as you uh, uh, deal with things in life, there will be life changes. Amen or oh me, right? Amen. Amen. There'll be life changes. And uh, there's going to be breakthroughs in your life, right? There'll be needs that you will have come up, and you'll want to see those needs met. And you want to see breakthroughs fulfilled in your life in this year 2024. But... Today, for you and for me, I think we need to look at the miracles that have taken place in the Bible and, and just talk about them and, and lay some things out, talking about faithfulness again here, but how important it is that, we're people, that we realize that we are a people of faith. Or I, I think a better way to say it this morning is, I am a faith person. I am a faith man. Or you are a faith woman. Everything that we do, we do by faith. The results that we see happen by faith. In fact, the Bible says over in John, uh, there it says, this is, uh, uh, this is the victory you know, that overcomes the world, even what? Our faith. And we need to get a hold of that again and really think on these things. You know, maybe for you and me this year, there's miracles that need to take place in your life. Well, in the Bible, if you study it out, those miracles, a lot of them, many of them, were all by faith. In fact, Jesus said it over and over. There was 21, uh, 21 different signs of, of uh, how's it worded, Pastor Matthew? Uh, 21 different creative miracles that took place that are recorded in the Gospels. 19 of the 21, Jesus said, your faith has made you whole. Amen. That should tell you something about faith. In fact, in the other couple of there, uh, you read the stories and you figure out well, it was by their faith too. Amen. Well, 
there's a theme that emerges when you study the miracles, in, 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 especially in the New Testament. There's a theme that emerges. Uh, when it comes to the person involved in seeking a breakthrough or a miracle, there's a theme that stands out. And I want to lay out that theme to you today because I think it's something, as Rick Renner always says, I want to give you something to think about today. All right? The first thing on your note page, there's a number one there and a number two. Well, here they are. Many biblical life changes, miracles, and breakthroughs were of the person's own initiative. It was by their faith and their action. There's actually a reference uh, in the Old Testament about... Uh, they called that place Balparazim, and I don't have the verses to tell you. I'm just, it came to my thoughts here. Uh, in the Amplified, it says that they called that place Balparazim, or the, uh, the breaking forth of many waters. And they called that place, th th to remember the Lord, they said, He is the Lord of breakthroughs. Amen. But there's action that took place to get them to that spot. See, a lot of the life changes that happen in our lives, a lot of things that you're going to do this year in your job, your business, and even in your retirement time, if you're retired, all these things, you know, you need to put feet to your faith in all that you're believing for. Right? Amen. You know, uh, miracles, life changes, breakthroughs, they're of your own initiative. And... It's also by your faith and your action that things get done. How many of you have done the Medicare route uh, in your time here? Anybody? Uh, well, there was things you had to do to get to things right. I remember you were talking to me about the, the stupid donut hole, right? Uh, and the different things. And there's things you have to work through, right? Uh, and... and, and we know those things, but that took natural action. It took a lot of faith, too, because there was things you needed to figure out. But you know what? Uh, let's talk about this, the miracles, though, especially in, uh, in the Bible that we read about. And I picked three of them in particular that shows that it was by their faith and their action. And we're talking about being faithful to the Word. Like the woman who touched the hem of Jesus' garment. She had suffered many things from what? Many physicians. She had a problem, and nobody could cure her. Jesus was one of the most popular personalities of that time frame. Crowds were thronging him, as the scripture says. And yet this one woman, by faith, she makes the statement when you read the story, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I know, I know, I will be made whole. So she didn't just sit on the side of the road there, people pushing her into the back alley. Well, I'm just going to believe the Lord that Jesus will see me through all these people and be led to come over and touch me on my head. No. If you study it out and read it, she, with everything that she had, she possibly, uh, different translators say different things. We have an image, I think all of us have growing up in church, that she literally probably crawled on her hands and feet to get to the crowd, to push through the legs, just to touch the hem of his garment. And instantly Jesus stopped and said, power went out of me. In other words, he sensed faith, put the draw on the anointing. You want miracles in your life? You want to see blessings and promotions and increase? You need to focus on building your faith up. Focus on building your faith in the Word, knowing what He said in the areas that you're believing for, whether it's finances, healing, or miracles. This woman who had so many problems here with this bleeding situation, you know, I just say it, she had plumbing issues is what uh, I, I read in one translator, uh, she had some issues with her physical body. Nobody could help her. She was bleeding constantly. Uh, she just said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. And instantly, her blood dried up, 
Instantly, she was made whole. And they had a Pentecostal testimony service right there on the side of the road. Amen. And we know Jairus, his daughter, they came up to him and said, don't bother to teach her anymore because that's what started this whole uh, walk trip, this, uh, this walkabout. They're going to Jairus' house so Jesus could pray for his daughter. But what did those guys do? They came to Jairus. The servants came to him and said, don't bother the master anymore. Your daughter's dead. And Jesus immediately turned to Jairus because I'm sure they were real close there. He said, don't think that way. She's just asleep. Jairus had to believe God himself too. By faith, he stayed. He trusted the word of the Lord. And his miracle happened when he got home. Amen? Amen. What about Naaman? Y'all remember the story of Naaman? He was a belligerent fool. <laughs> he didn't want to go dump himself in the river or whatever the water was there at the time, seven times. But... Sometimes the Lord wants you to do something and you need to obey him. And a lot of times you need to obey him by faith. God spoke to your heart, but yet we hold back sometimes. Naaman, Naaman you know, he, he, was, he wanted to be whole. He wanted to be healed of his leprosy. He went to Elisha. He did it by faith. Uh, and he was believing for his healing and he got his healing. Amen. What about the centurion that came to Jesus? What about him? He was a commander. He, uh, he knew what authority was. He knew that when a command was given, it was as good as done. That's faith in action. When Jesus, you know, prayed for him, uh, or was going to, uh, the words that he spoke, uh, the centurion says, you know, I'm paraphrasing the story here, but you said it, it's done. Well, as he went back, it was done, right? <coughs> By faith. Well, let's go to something else here. We're talking about faithfulness to the word, faithfulness to build your faith and grow in the things of God this year. Number two, a lot of biblical life changes, miracles, and supernatural breakthroughs involve the person's natural action, their faith. You know, if you want a new job, you've got to put feet to your faith. You've got to fill out something or go answer and apply for something, right? You have to do those things. You can't just sit back and, and you know, you've got to act. You have to do. In today's world, you know, there's a lot of different ways you can get a job these days, but you still have to do something. You have to log in. You have to uh, fill out things and let them know who you are. You've got to have a resume still. You've got to have a history. A lot of people are even requiring these days that you have a, a community service history for your job. Uh, we've learned that with different things some of our boys have, have done and applied for jobs. It's interesting how the world's changed. But there's natural action involved, not just God's supernatural intervention. You know, uh, intervention that came from the Lord came because they acted on their faith. The person acted on their faith. What about that? Well, what about the Israelites when they had to walk through the Red Sea after God parted it? That was by faith. I don't know what it looked like. I still love the Charleston Heston version <laughs> where the water just <laughs> rose up and he walked on dry land. I want to believe that's how it was. But you know, uh, this is not the only place in the Bible where the water dried up. There's other places. God did miracles like that a lot, but there was something that happened in the process. The people trusted in the Lord, believed him. So when the Israelites... They had to walk through the Red Sea. Naturally, by faith, they had to walk. They had to do something. Amen. You can't just sit and pray over a lottery ticket and go rub off the numbers and believe that. 
You know, so I got a personal opinion. That's gambling. It's wrong. But these people, they saw the miracle, but they still had to deal with a golden calf later. They needed something physical in order to justify their faith. We know about that cord, the Korah generation. They didn't get to go to the promised land. And a lot of church people quote, well, you know, the Lord only gives you 70 to 80 years. That's not what the Bible says. That's poor Korah's generation. They were cursed because of their lack of faith. Oh, yeah. And Korah's generation, they were only promised 70 to 80. But Genesis chapter 6 says you're promised 120. So it's your faith that will get you to where you're going to be in your, later in life. Again, everything's connected to your faith. Brother Hagen always said it's the ABCs of faith that will make you prosperous, successful, healed, whole. But a lot of people step away from it because they're looking for something to tickle them. And that ain't how that works in the New Testament. What about this one? What about when the blind man had to wash himself in the pool of Siloam? There was a natural action involved with that. He had to do something. Natural action in his faith. Oh, but what about Joshua and his army that had to march around the walls of Jericho how many times? Y'all remember? Seven times. Seven times. Seven's the number of Jesus. Did you know that? In Scripture, there's a lot of things about numbers. But Joshua and his army had to march around the walls of Jericho seven times before it fell. They had to do that by faith. They marched around those walls by faith. They were told God spoke to us, this is what we're going to do. They had to act on it in the natural by faith. So here's the thing. The bottom line is when it comes to change in your life this year that you may experience, when it comes to a breakthrough that you may need, when it comes to miracles that you want to see in your life or through your life in this new year of 2024, God wants your faith involvement. He wants your faith to be involved. We speak to the mountain. We speak to our faith. I mean, if your faith's not moving your tongue or your mouth, neither will it move your mountain. If it is not moving your tongue or moving your mouth, it will not move your mountain. Amen. Amen. See, God wants your faith involvement. You know, a lot of Christians, you know, uh, and don't, don't get upset with me. Hear me out. Too many Christians don't want miracles. They want magic. Pastor, I don't know about that. Oh, yeah. Because you hear him say things, well, he hadn't seen fit to do that for me. (laughs) Abacadabra. That ain't how it works. Again, those 21 miracles, by faith. By faith. We get our eyes off the prize when we get in the flesh. You know, we want God to wave some sort of magic wand or wave his hand our problem or need. And it just doesn't work that way. It's your faith that delivers you. It's your faith that brings prosperity and blessing into your life. Actually, uh, it's your obedience that brings prosperity and blessing. But you had to do that by faith. Amen. Amen. Just the same way you asked Jesus into your heart and you got born again after they sang 49 courses and just as I am. When you asked him into your heart, you did that by what? How many of you know that you know that you're saved? When you got filled with the Holy Ghost and you spoke with other tongues, you did that by faith. God didn't wag your tongue. The preacher didn't come up and say, see my tie, see my tie, see my tie. You had to do it by faith. You know, when I see people get filled with the Holy Ghost instantly, it's because I took the time to explain that you speak your prayer language by faith. 
You act on it. Amen. It's your faith that changes issues in your life. A lot of times we want God to wave some sort of magic moment. You know, flash paper just flames up in front of us. Oh, there it is. Ed McMahon's going to knock on your door. Hey, you just won. He's going to look awful if he comes to your door and tell you that you just won. Do you understand? He's dead. He's gone. God doesn't issue lottery tickets for you to scratch off and win. See, we want, we want God to bring money from the sky. But I can stand here today and tell you it's because of faithfulness that God rewards you. It's because of faithfulness that God rewards you. Not your critical spirit. Some people are just critical instead of a help. Those are the horse pills. God wants your faith. We want God just to open up things and just pour out this or that. God forbid that we cut up our credit cards, cut out Starbucks out of our budget, and, or begin giving generously by tithing. God forbid that. I mean, oh my goodness. You need to be responsible and work. <laughs> Paul even said, if you don't work, you don't eat. We want God to heal us of our physical ailments. Oh, I know I might step on some toes on this one. But God forbid we change our eating habits or start exercising or take care of our body that we've been given. If you know anything about Oral Roberts and what God spoke to him during the 50s, during the healing revival for the 40s and the 50s, God used him as a platform and he had a vision that he called the whole man. Spirit, soul, and body, all working together. He based it on uh, Thessalonians, you know, God, you know, sanctify you, spirit, soul, and body, right? Um, he believed in the whole man. A lot of denominational people said, well, God, well, Roberts, he just, he's, he, he's, he's wrong. He, he won't let us come to school because I'm overweight. No, if you went, they worked on you. You went through an athletic program. You worked on your body. You, you did things that were healthy. And that was a vision that he had. He believed he healing, divine healing, that there was a lot of things from the Word of God that teaches about healthy things that we should be doing. Amen. Right? God gave you a brain to think with. Because sometimes we make things so outer spacey that we're, we're missing what the Word of Truth says. And it's by faith that we move, live, breathe, and move, and function. It's by faith. You know, I may have money in my bank account, but I don't drive around with an empty gas tank, do I? By faith, I go to the gas pump, and thank the Lord, I can put my debit card in, and punch in my numbers, and pull it out, and put that uh, uh, nozzle into my tank, and fill up that tank. But there was feet to my faith. There was action involved. Do you understand? So many people in life, oh, we, we want things to be magical. We don't live in a Walt Disney world, nor do we live in a Walgreens world. As the body of Christ, we live and breathe and function by faith. You want to see things change? You want your destiny to change this year? and be somebody you've never been before, but you knew God called you to that, then you take steps by faith to do it. Some of you got things coming up that you know you need to make some changes in your life. You know, and I'm speaking this as, as a word of prophecy right now. Some of you have some changes you need to make because God's got another job for you to do. But you're going to have to act by faith. And follow His leading, Follow that unction, but you're going to have to do it by faith. You know, in Oral, built, Oral Roberts University, he took everything, he, he, everything that he had, but he also had people that supported the ministry. Some of them had done uh, um, lifelong giving for his ministry. When they died, there was an endowment that was set up. And that's how Oral Roberts University was made. Billy Graham was there on the scene the same, when they blessed the building. 
when the school started. They prayed together. But his vision for the whole man where healing could be ministered around the world was the vision that he had all along. God wants to, we, we want to see God do miraculous things through us and to us. Can I hear an amen? amen? I'll say that again. We want God, we want to see God do miraculous things in our lives and do miraculous things through us towards others and to us personally. But God forbid we get off the couch and be in church and give God a platform off of which he can work through you. I'm sorry, but change for each of us this year, each one of us, change that we need to see our breakthrough, our miracles, just doesn't work magically. We have to act by faith, and we have to obey the word of God, because we do it all by what? Faith. You're here today? Is this good? All right. Now, I know there's, uh, there's some, we obey God in his word. We do that all by faith. But of course, these things involve his unmistakable power and provision. Absolutely. Otherwise, they wouldn't be miracles, right? But they also require our initiative and our involvement. They require also your thanksgiving and your gratitude and praise. They require your focus. Focus on the word of truth. Focus to speak the word. Amen. They require, though, they require your faith. Everybody say, my faith, my faith. is required. Amen. See, faith without corresponding action, well, according to the scriptures, it's dead. James 2.17 here in the Amplified, so also faith, if it does not have works, deeds, and actions of obedience to back it up, by itself it's destitute of power. It's inoperative. It's dead. See, without faith, without action and obedience, uh, in God and in His Word, then all the things that we always want to see, yeah, that would be magic, wouldn't it? But see, all the miracles you see in the Scriptures, people put feet to their faith. God, could you imagine, was it Elijah that doused everything, or Elisha that doused it with water how many times? Over and over and over just to prove a point. That was a man <laughs> who took action with his faith. Can you imagine back in that? All right, God, <laughs> here we go. Didn't just burn up the water and everything on the sacrifice, but it burned all their junk up too. See, God's always faithful. We must be faithful to his word because that's where your breakthrough and your miracle really happens. Amen. Amen. That's where, if you would, uh, uh, that's where the wonders and amazement take place. That's where we can step back and say, my God, he does remarkable things for me because I believe him. I obey him. And I, with all my heart, will honor him no matter what the cost. That's when wonders and amazements happen. Amen. Well, folks, if you want to see the greatness and the extreme goodness of God in this year of 2024, then you need to let your faith abound this year as never before. You need to be obedient to his word. And if I could sum it up like this, then you might want to write this down because this is not in your notes. But if I could sum it up like this, I don't even think I did. I make that screen? Nope. I had it marked here to make a screen. I didn't do it. But if I could sum it up like this, 
I want to quote to you from somebody from a long time ago. I want to quote to you from St. Augustine. And this is so good. Without God, you cannot. Without you, God will not. My God, that'd preach. Without God, you cannot. Without you, God will not. What's your expectation this year? Man, I'm expecting God to do greater things than we have ever seen as a church. From when we set up and tore down in the rain out of a six-foot trailer, using equipment that was given to us that was old and used from when they used to do outdoor crusades in, in the poverty areas of Nashville. Pastor Cowan blessed us with that first sound system. But now we got our own equipment. Everything's been a step of faith. You with me? And it was by faith. If you want to see supernatural things happen in your life this year, the wonders, the amazement, more favor, more promotion, maybe it's divine healing for, your, for something in your body, it's going to be by something. And what's that going to be by? Faith. Everybody shout it out. Faith. So let me, put the, let me put the screws to you. You ready? <laughs> Two questions you need to ask yourself as you step into this year. As January is starting to fold up here, and we're going to start running through this year. Number one, what changes, breakthroughs, or miracles do you need or want to see God accomplish in you or through your life? That's why I always ask you to set goals at the first of the year. What do you see? What do you, wanna, what do you know you need to change to have breakthroughs or miracles that you need to happen come, come through for you? What do you want to see God accomplish in you or through your life? Secondly, what involvement is God requiring from you before he can accomplish the change, the breakthrough, or the miracle? Because every one of us, you know, there's things you need to do. I know when it comes to healing, sometimes we struggle with things. Um, I never understood chronic pain until recently. And, uh, uh, and it's been something I've had to go back in scriptures and pull things out that I hadn't thought about before and speak over my body. Do you understand? Yeah. And it's been a by faith thing. I'm just being honest with you. Amen. If you wrestle with fear or peace... And you want to see a breakthrough in your life in those areas? Well, you need to put, let your faith move your tongue. And speak the word about fear. Speak the word about peace. Amen. Amen. See, what involvement is God requiring from you before he can accomplish the change or breakthrough that you're believing for? Or the miracle? I challenge you. This is the last part of the fast. This week, right? I always say the date's wrong, so now I look at my wife and say, she keeps me corrected and straight. Um, but during this fast, what kind of requirements is, has God put on you? you? You made a decision to fast certain things, but as this fast closes, what kind of requirements should you start fasting other things for the rest of this year that will put you on top of the mountain you're believing God to give to your hand. Because some mountains you can climb, and some mountains you can, you know, use ropes and drive spikes in and climb up that rock face. There's some mountains you can tunnel through them. There's, there's, you drive through the Smokies or, or through the Rockies, there's tunnels and things everywhere. It took some serious work to make those tunnels. But some things, you know, you could just bomb that bad boy and blow that mountain out of the water. But for any of those things to happen, your faith needs to move your mouth. And this year, your faith needs to start moving your mouth as never before. Because God wants your involvement by faith.
so that he can take you up to the next level, to that next moment, to that next place. So I challenge you today, as we get ready to pray here, as you set your goals for this new year, if you haven't finished them yet, you are the only one who can predict your future. You're it. You follow the leading of the Holy Ghost in your heart. You follow his word. But you're the only one that can predict. And remember when we started on New Year's uh, Eve Sunday? Predict means to prophesy. Prophesy means to speak your faith. You need to prophesy your 2024. You need to speak your faith. Amen? Amen. Choose wisely the steps you take. And he'll lead you every step of the way. Somebody shout amen. amen. Is this okay? Amen. Just talking to you. It's good pastor stuff. Amen. You know, you got to keep it real. This is real stuff. Um, so many things we can get. Things can draw your attention away from the word of truth. And that's when people get off balance. You cannot deviate from the plan that God's put out there in the word. There is nothing new under the sun, according to the scripture. That's why we stick to it. Amen. Amen. All right. Wherever you're at, I know we're all family in here, and if people are watching online, uh, we know we got a lot of our church family staying at home today. They couldn't get out. What are you believing for this year? This week, as we close the fast on Sunday, Finish your goals, but write down the short-term goal or goals for this year. What do you want to accomplish three months from now? What do you want to accomplish six months or four months from now? What do you want to accomplish at the end of the year when your bonus or your raise or your promotion comes? What do you want to see God do? It's time to speak your faith and act on it. Amen? Amen. Think about that this week. This week's been a good week to do that if you're stuck at home. <laughs> Could, we were out every day this week almost, except for Monday. Melissa wasn't, but I, I, I came out. I drove into town several times. Um, but I tell you, driving on the road and stuff, when you got off the road and you got on the, uh, the side streets, I was like, wow, well, praise God, I'm good. <laughs> You know, take your time. It's all good. But all this week was a great week to just ponder direction, ponder purpose for this year, ponder uh, things that I've written down for the church, things that I've written down for us personally, and God fine-tuning those things to make them faithable <laughs> or palatable. I kind of like I'm making up words like Pastor Matthew does on Wednesday. <laughs> Faithable. See, it's it, it got to be a little bit of pressure that pushes you, but it can't be something that's unattain, unobtainable. Miracles happen when it's, it's pushing you, but you know if a little bit of effort and a little bit of sweat and a little bit of pain or just pushing, I can do that. Do something greater than yourself this year. And watch him back you up. And do it by faith. All right? Bow your heads with me. Father God, we just thank you for your word today. God, where would we be without your word? If all we had was taste and see that the Lord is good, we'd know it. <laughs> Lord, it's so good, so good to know your word. Knowing your word is knowing your peace. Knowing your word opens up doors for the Holy Ghost to move in our hearts and speak to us about things. Jesus, you told us the Comforter would bring all things to our remembrance. He would show us things to come. He would reveal things to us. And it's all from your word that we glean and we take in all these truths, all these facts even things that have to do with divine healing and miracles and things for our bodies. It's all done by faith. 
even the scriptures that say believers lay hands on the sick is an act of faith. And when we speak our word, we're speaking our trust in you. We're speaking what you said because by faith, we believe that we serve a God who's faithful and trustworthy, who's good to us all the time, who watches over us, who, set, who has set his angels round about us. You make so many promises in the scripture, Lord. One that comes to my mind the most is Psalm 91, because we've set our love upon you. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for our faith. Lord, I pray for our church this year that our faith not only be real to us, but it be tangible. That it brings about situations and circumstances and even material things that we touch with our hands and we know it was what we spoke and what we believed for. We spoke set it by faith and we watch you move every step of the way even with our natural abilities put towards it we watched in faith seeing your hand move on our behalf thank you lord that your hand of favor rests upon the people of the lord's church thank you lord that your hand of blessing and increase rests upon the people of the lord's church Thank you, Lord, that your hand of favor, blessing, and increase rest upon the businesses that are a part of the Lord's church. Thank you, Lord, that your hand of blessing and increase rest upon all of our families, our children, even our grandchildren, all because we speak your Thank you, Lord, for the privilege to speak your word. Thank you that you breathed yourself into us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the power of God on the inside of us. Not only do we have the spirit upon us, but we have the spirit within us. We just thank you for that. Lord, I, I speak right now that everything that all of us are believing for, things that we're setting our faith to, we're taking effort, natural steps towards, I thank you, Lord, that every one of us, every one of us here at the Lord's Church, we see fruition of all those things. And even if it gets to the end of the year, Lord, we thank you that those seeds are planted and those things are being built to where we see them coming to pass as they come down the road here. But we thank you, Lord. You're a good God. You take care of us. We're going to shake our heads and say, my God, you're so good. In Jesus' name. Now, if you're watching online, I know all of us here today are family, but if you're watching